Bullfrog Environmental has 16 years of erosion control experience. From silt fence to construction entrances, we specialize in it all. Give us a call at 936-672-3744 or leap over and visit us on the web at bullfrogenvironmental.com. Welcome to the Bullet Grill House High School Sports Pregame Show. Craig Irwin, Brian Besh, Chris Moran on the far end down there here at Bullet Grill House Wednesday night. 401 Highway 156. We're here each and every Wednesday night. Got a guest going to slide in here with us in segment two and probably through segment three of the show this week. Coach Van Over of the Livingston Lions going to hang out with us. Yeah, he's uh, fresh off a win over Huffman Hargrave this past week. And uh, Falcons or uh, Lions looked really good in their win over the Falcons. They. Uh, about like normal, they uh, they were able to run for a few hundred here and there, and uh, did enough on defense to hold the Falcons to. Uh, we're watching this game over here. <laughs> the Astros that are on, so if we get distracted <laughs> throughout the show tonight, I guess uh, we that's should. That's why should probably concentrate on what we're doing. But now the 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 Lions the Lions look good. They they did enough on defense to to hold the Falcons down in the uh, in the in the first half there and um, held on in the second half to get their first victory of the year after well, and five we'll, losses in non-district, but we we'll, talked about it. I mean, we'll, it was – We'll talk about that more. Coach Vanover gets in, let him, you know, yeah. with what's been going on with the program, kind of elaborate on that game from his perspective, right? Uh, you know, because he had a bird's-eye view of the whole show, right, yeah. uh, this last week and the whole season. I'm, I'm curious to – to uh, to listen to what he has to say about the Livingston Lions and what's went on out there, but uh, we talk about Bullet Grill. What'd you have? You I got here a little bit late before we got set up. What'd you have for the uh, appetizer of the week? The fried green tomatoes. You went and, back to the green tomatoes, and they were fantastic again. They were pretty phenomenal last week or three weeks ago. Is uh, somebody rolling in with some jelly roll going on? <laughs> So, uh, but uh, Chris, you got some good stuff going on here at Bullet Grill House. We got a uh, great weekend this week. We got, uh, if you're not going to the game tonight, we got the Kimbros playing. So you can come out and get some slide music. We got Sunday, we got John and Katie playing. And then we got a great lineup of college football. Listen to the uh, Saturday morning Bullet Grill House college football pregame show so that we, you can uh, know the lineup of the day. You decide if you want to come out for lunch or afternoon for dinner. Staying here all day. Last week was a good week to uh, just hang out here, especially if you're a Texas college fan, right? Because the game, the two big games that were going on. Yeah, well, and I'm talking about last week. Last week was big. Yeah. One year upset and one upset. So, um, and you never know what's going to happen in college football. It is a, uh, it's a wild ride. It really is. It really is. But uh, just got in here in the, uh, here at the table with us outside on the patio. Coach Vanover in here with us and uh, had a lot of good games this last week. Uh, I was had the privilege of of going to the Woodville this last week and doing a game, uh, doing the Cold Spring game, but. Uh, a lot of games going out, going on, and in our podcast this last week, uh, Brian, we kind of talked about Cleveland. The Woodlands put seventy up on Cleveland, and, and probably didn't have to try very hard. Probably not, you know. And I didn't even follow that score, and you know, we in the podcast we were able to really elaborate. And Coach Vanover, you're sitting in here, he can go with it with where you've traveled, but Cleveland has suffered such growth right that's thrown them way up into that classification to where they're at and man just have a chance in your opinion though as a coach right how do you keep being in a situation like that how do you keep kids focused and and try to keep them encouraged to be involved in the program because i mean honestly you're you're getting beat 70 to 6 77 70 14 Every week, I mean, two weeks ago, Willis put 75 up on them and set a school record for Willis. How do you keep your kids engaged? Well, you really can't because 
as the years go by, they get sharper and sharper. You can't fool you can't fool kids anymore. You can't. They're so up to date on everything. They're so. I mean, they've got all you guys. Everybody's got a broadcast of some type, and they pay attention to that stuff. They watch the the, the sports stuff. They they listen to the you know, and they're they're all in tune to it. And so you can't you can't fool them. So you just got to appeal to their to their character and appeal to the their love of participation and 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 competition. And there's got you got to try to develop a competition within themselves. Uh, and and blot out the rest of it, and it's hard to do because you know their best buddies are ragging on them all weekend, right? And all week, you know, yes. their friends, their family members, you know, making sarcastic remarks. So it's tough. You can't you can't do it, and and that's not just happening at the varsity level with what that's happening to them every Thursday night, right? On Tuesdays and you know, on Mondays or Tuesdays at the junior high level, and it's just a shame because you know Cleveland was a once proud place it was yes. a, it was a it was a fun place to play and coach against and and uh, I've had some great games with them over the years when we were up in Dyball and, and playoff games and regular season games and and uh, <clears throat> that 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 growth situation has just absolutely you know just, just fruit basket turned over I mean it's just terrible right. it's terrible a good friend of mine is uh, a coach down there and uh, he coaches freshman basketball and stuff uh and he's a he's a he's a legit football player, and you know who he is, Ivan Williams. Absolutely. And uh, he's one of my best friends in the world. And uh, I I talked to him Saturday. I went down to Tarkington. Uh, they had a volleyball tournament. My niece was playing down there, and and uh, so I went and watched her play. And uh, I called him. I was trying to get him to buy me lunch is what I was trying to do. And he was at Walmart. And, and he, he and Texas was playing at the same time. So he's trying to get out of Walmart to get home after the, sure. getting out of meetings. So, uh, but anyway, I asked him. I said, Tuffy, I said, man, and, and you can remember and you kind of talked about it. But, you know, back when Ricky Tolis was coaching there in Cleveland in, what, 08 to 10 or 11, right in that in that time span. Um. Uh, but Cold Spring in Cleveland would play, and it was standing room only. Sure, I mean, absolutely. All the way around absolutely. the track, it was just stupid, yeah. right? The amount of people that showed up. And that was back in the day when towns shut down to go sure. to a high school football sure. game. And uh, I said, I asked him, I said, kind of the same question, how you do? He said, man, it's hard. He said, you just keep grinding, and, and you try to pick high spots and, and, you know, coach the kids in that aspect and stuff. But – you're just outnumbered. You're outsized. He said, and I asked him. I said, "Y'all are a six A school playing with," I said, three A numbers. And he says, right. he told me. He said, "Craig." He said, "I promise you." He said, "It feels more like two A numbers." Yeah. And that's, that's Medi- <clears throat> mediocre three A numbers. Yeah, that's what you know. They've got three A numbers, but not a good three A. I'm, you know, like you talked about when. When we were playing them when I, up years ago, you know, twenty years ago up in Dye Ball, when we played, when we played, uh, at, we filled Humble Stadium, yes. Humble ISD. I mean, we filled it. It was, I mean, it was standing room only at the Humble Stadium when we played them in the playoffs. Right. And and uh, that's the difference now. Yes. You know, uh, and it's a shame because <clears throat> all those, you know, Ivan's one of the few that'll hang in there, but those bloodlines are gone. They are, um, and they're just gone. And he. You know, I've my son him. played an all-star game, high school all-star game with Ivan. So okay, I, I, that, so you know Ivan know as well as yeah, I do. Absolutely, yeah. absolutely. And you know, I've begged Ivan to come up to Cold Spring. You know, I was like, man, why don't you just come on up here? I feel like he could relate to the running backs, and you know, he he's a brother to me. He sure, really is. I couldn't sure. tell you how many meals I've eaten absolutely. at his mama's house. Absolutely. You know, sure. uh, and she bless her heart she was one of them ladies that there was always something to eat yeah there was always something cooked and it was always the best i ever had except for hamburger i never had a hamburger at her house but i ate plenty of greens and and squash (laughs) and cabbage and everything else over there like like our kids now call old people food yes that's what they all tell me that's all oh because no no we're okay that's old people food we don't want that (laughs) they don't know what they missing do they (laughs) (laughs) they really don't they don't know what they're missing. Well, well, Coach, co- you had to go through something similar whenever you started over here at Livingston because the program had been down. They had been taking 70 to 80-point losses, and, you know, you you had to keep them engaged and keep them kind of on a path even though your first couple of years didn't turn out the way you wanted it to. What was it that you did to get 
kids out and keep them focused and, and turn the whole thing around. We just we try to never let let them see us sweat. We never let them see us grimace or anything. We never turned on them. Uh, we never lied to them. We were straight up on it, brutally honest, all the time. <clears throat> we had a great freshman class, and we knew it. And we, I refused to move any of them up. They stayed together. And they won like crazy, the freshmen and at the, at the JV level, the sophomores. And much to the chagrin of everybody in town, they were furious with me because I wouldn't move them up. And because uh, that's all they had done. Every time they got a good one, they yanked him up the varsity and just got him yeah. beat down to nothing. He quit by his junior year because he had all that. he could stand. Yep. So we refused to do that. We stayed positive as we could. We had to administer tons of discipline, do a lot of police work. That first year with that with that varsity bunch, it was a constant, you know, a constant problem. But no situation was going to be tougher than we were, and that was the big thing. And it would never, would never allow it to crack our positivity and our and our and our openness of creating a, a two way street of respect and trust. That's what right. we were going to do. They might not like what we said, but by God, they knew it was going to be straight up, honest, and truthful. And then. And, and, and they knew we were not going to bleed them down. We were going to let them stay as a group and make their know. We didn't run the seniors off like a lot of people. So we're going to take our lumps and brutally. You, you've, you've suffered for three years. You get a chance to be a senior once in your life, and we're going to let you finish this thing out, and we're going to coach you just as hard and well as we would if you were 10-0 or whether you're 0-10 doesn't matter. And I think those things they'd never seen or heard before. So that was a, a big selling point, I, I think. It, it, it took us two years, you know, two good years to get to that. Year two was a lot better. We were in seven of the ten ball games, and we won two of them. And, uh, you, know, uh, you know, like you said, it was, it was 1,020 days since they'd had the first victory oh, yeah. or the last win when we got that first one against Shepard. And, and, it, and it started, you know, adding validity to what we were saying and talking to them constantly about. So, And, and that year before, you guys had gotten blown out by Shepard. Oh, you come back yeah, that next I remember year. that. They put 78 or 80 points, something on. So they had at large, home. At, yeah, at, at Livingston. They had about three of them that the same thing, on and on and on and on. Uh, you know, Splendora, Dr. Schultz and the, the Mad Bunch, you know. <laughs> They were doing the push-ups. Their dang arms were swollen up, you know, spasming. They'd do all their push-ups and show them during the turning cartwheels on the sideline, you know, and throwing mm-hmm. touchdown passes with a 50-point lead. That was, you know, uh, but, you know, turnabout, turnabout's fair play, you know. Yes. It's hell when it comes back and that reward hits you in the face. And, 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 and luckily we, we started doing that on years three, four, and five. And, and, y'all, and y'all did, and y'all have had some really successful seasons this year. We're going to talk about it as we progress sure. on. This year's been a slow start for y'all. Uh, I got the privilege of getting to watch the Cold Spring Livingston scrimmage, uh, first scrimmage of the season. First time I've been over at the high school with y'all's facility. It's going to be beautiful there. when we get it finished. It's going to be a show place. So I do a podcast every week, uh, myself and a guy named Toby Tolis and a guy named Trent Hart out of uh, Anawak. We do a podcast. And, uh, you know, one of the things we were we kind of led up talking about Huntsville's new stadium that they opened up this last week, which is super nice, right? And and using y'all as reference and as what y'all are going to have, and it's going to be just as equal, right? As soon as y'all get everything, you know, the school board and the district get starts moving in that direction, right? And uh, but man, just what y'all have for a practice facility if you will, for right now. It's just super nice. The yeah, turf you can't field. beat it. Can't beat it. We, it's like today. And today's practices were wonderful. We had great practice because of it. You know, right. walk, walk out the door, practice, go home. Water's you know, not wonderful. an issue. Mud's not, not an issue. Nothing, no. That's exactly right. So. And, and super, I, I can't wait for that to evolve. And, I, and I'm thankful to be a part of what I do and being able to go to those. You know, Toby that does the games with me, he – he was kind of upset that that scrimmage was there because his grandpa played. Oh, I know. I've heard all. Stadium. I've heard all those stories that I care to hear about. Okay? I, I know. At it, a certain point, you got to close the door. I can tell I, you, and I agree with you. That's I that's agree. in the minority because I think people are ready to move on. No, I I agree and the with kids you. especially. That's yes. what they got. We got to forget. We got to fit. Forget my bunch on up. Okay. Yeah. What matters is. Is fourteen through 18 year olds. Yes, that's, that's who we got to sell 
this thing to and, 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 and why you're going to have it there. And it's – I can't wait for it to get there. And I don't know the timeline of when all, when it's all going to take place and, and get done. It's coming a lot faster than anybody knows. Is it? Yeah. Well, it, I was asked this last week at Woodville. Uh, I did a game there. The guys from SCTX asked me, said, man, they opened up their new stadium yet. And I said, yeah, we had some scrimmages. <laughs> they had some scrimmages there, uh, you know, early on uh, this season. I said, but they don't – they haven't – it's not built out. And they said, man, I thought it was going to be open this year. And I said, I don't think anybody knows a definite date of when it's going to be open, but it's gaining traction and it's getting yeah. there. So, uh, I, I'm looking forward to it, and I can't wait for that to open up. We're going to take a quick break here on the Bullet Girl House High School Sports Pregame Show. Uh, got Coach Van Over of the Livingston Lions in the studio or here at Bullet Girl House with us. The outdoor and, uh, studio. We're studio, Bullet Girl House <laughs> studio. That's what we'll call the patio. It's, the, it's the new studio. So uh, we're going to come back. When we come back, we're going to talk a little bit more about Bullet Girl House. We're going to talk about the Livingston Lions game this last week. We'll talk a little bit about the Cold Spring Trojans and then trans- transition into the Pickums. Is uh, I got a couple good games in the Pickums this mm-hmm. next week that uh, I'm really looking forward to. So you're listening to the Bullet Girl House High School Sports Pregame Show on 102.3 The Eagle and AM 1440, The Score. Howdy folks, Randy here. At Randy's Rubs, it is our mission to bring you a variety of mouthwatering seasonings that are sure to make the ordinary extraordinary, to make the impossible possible. Creating memories with friends and family is what is most important to us, and we hope to be the cornerstone of your meals, making memories with the ones you love most. As all of you continue on your fall sports journey, Randy's Rubs wishes each of you an incredible season, and may each of you be an All-American. Go check us out on Amazon or at randysrubs.com. It don't suck, y'all. Do you have a dream of sitting around and talking about whatever's on your mind? Well, we're here to make that a reality here at Texas Podcast Media. We here are we are here to make your dream a reality. Come in, set up in our studio. We record, we edit, we do all the work, and we upload it to all the feeds: Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play. We do it all. Let us be your home for your podcasting. For more information, email us at info at texaspodcastmedia dot com. Welcome back to the Bullet Grill House High School Sports Pregame Show. Craig Irwin, Brian Best, Chris Moran, and special guest Coach Vanover of the Livingston Lions sitting in with us here at Bullet Grill House. And it's been a kind of a slow year being able to get coaches in here this year. Uh, some of the schools going to four-day school weeks and practicing a little bit later because they get out of school later and all that good stuff. I know that's one of the problems Coach Stanley has with being able to get out of here. He don't leave the school until 630 you know, throughout the week. but uh, And then Coach Ratliff up there in Corgan's dealing with the same stuff. I've talked to him throughout the season and uh, getting out late. But able to get Coach Vanover in here. And, Coach, we appreciate you coming in. and uh, Thanks for having us. Getting to visit with you. And, and kind of we've talked about this Livingston Lion football team all year long and, uh, you know, year in and year out. And, and uh, you know, it's it's been a slow start as, as – you didn't want right uh, coming into this season and and i'm interested to to as we progress on through the show to kind of get your opinion uh but what's not slow is the service out here at bullet grill you see how i segued <laughs> in there chris was sitting out there on the far end and uh i was doing my intro with coach vanover he's like man he doesn't lift me out we were both eye rolling. You know, the, we're watching the Astro game, so I mean, it's, it's, it's somewhat of a distraction tonight. We got the Strohs going on here, sitting out here at the patio. Got two of the screens going. You got Phillies going. So, uh, got got a lot of good stuff going on out here at Bullet Grill House. Yeah, you know, and uh, just a couple of reminders of some things coming up. Uh, the Wolf Creek Car Show is coming up on October 20th, 20, 21, and 22. If you're uh, getting the – if you're uh, heading out to the Wolf Creek, get your car show. We're, I don't know what the exact mileage is, five, five, seven miles away from Wolf Creek. Stop out here before, grab some lunch on the way. Don't wait in the line. If you're, uh, if you're, uh, you know, and then afterwards, stop by on the way out, grab some dinner, watch some college football Saturday. We got Sunday. Usually awards are done by three. We'll be open. We have some live music Sunday afternoon. So great place to stop before and after the Wolf Creek Car Show. And then we're actually doing our own car meet on Saturday, November 11th. 
So bring your car out. Not an official car show. We're not giving away prizes and stuff. <laughs> We're not, not doing awards, but you want to bring your car out. That's Veterans Weekend. We're going to do honor and salute for the veterans. we got some, some shirts and some things we're going to give away to people that bring their car out. But it uh, should be a good weekend. We like to honor uh, the vets and kind of hang out and uh, appreciate everything they do. Be a lot of fun here at Bullet Grill House that weekend uh, with the car show. A lot of I'm, I'm going to since you've told me, I'm going to text my cousin here in just a minute and let him know his dad moved up here to Cold Spring a, about eight months ago and uh, has several classic cars. Another family that I've known my whole life just moved up here, so I'm going to have to let them know that way they can come out and hang out and. Uh, one it's, good, yeah, it's like the owner. There's a, I think we have a group of, uh, they're going to be at Wolf Creek. they got about 11 cars. We know for sure they're going to be. And last year we kind of made it, we kind of down, we didn't really downplay it, but we just kind of said, hey, it's, again, we're not doing a show. We're not going to win prize. You don't got to worry about making it pristine or anything like that. Come on out, hang out. And we had 30 cars here last year. Just to, That's awesome. Uh, kind of so. I, we expect it to be uh, bigger than that. I think there's a lot of repeat people coming, so pack the parking lot with cars. Come out and check out some good cars if you just want to come visit or if you want to bring your car out, bring it out and show it on. be a lot of fun. I may bring my old 84. Depends what playoff <laughs> football games are going on that day. Because uh, that's last year, so I play a golf tournament uh, veteran normally play Veterans Weekend. The, the union that I belong to, uh, IUEC Local 31, they do a veterans golf tournament, and I normally play in it every year. Well, last year I played, and it was over in spring. I may or may not have partaked in a few adult beverages, but not only did I do that, but yet Brian and I left and went to Henderson after that. So I had to go all the way to Henderson to do that Corgan game. Anyway, it was a super long day. Long story short, I'm not doing. I'm not playing golf this year. They're doing it on Friday night. I'm not playing golf. I'm like, it's playoff football time. I'm going to a playoff game Friday night somewhere. And then uh, Saturday, if I don't have anywhere appealing to go, I'm going to be right here at Bullet Girl House. Yeah, it looks like you uh, some music. We'll have some uh, great football and a lot of great cars. So come on out. Be a lot of fun. Looking forward to it. Uh, Coach, having you in here, y'all had a big win this last week uh, for y'all, your first win of the season over Huffman, district game, when it really matters, right? Is uh, I go back and I look at y'all's schedule, and I'm not going to remind you of the scores because I know they're embedded in your brain. But y'all had y'all played some really good football teams. I mean, you look at Needville, they're ranked in the top ten. Madisonville was in the top ten. Houston Legacy, story program. Bel Air Episcopal, story program, you know. So it wasn't like you had 22 and three. <laughs> Our opponents were 22 and three, <clears throat> and uh, three of them in the top ten ranking, and the other two should have been if they'd have been in the in the UIL situation. Uh, loaded with talent, there were 27. There's 27 D1 athletes amongst all five of those schools. It was not a very smart schedule built. I'd like to catch up who do, whoever did that. I'd get my hands on them. <laughs> that guy that guy needs to get fired, <laughs> he? <laughs> sure does. Uh, I'll tell man, you what, what it, it was builds, it, was, it was fun for you know to compete against those guys like that. <clears throat> Three times we really competed extremely well. Yes. Twice two two of the games we took the, the lead all the way into the fourth quarter and just couldn't, couldn't hang finish. on and finish it out. Yep. Okay. Uh, took the lead at halftime uh, against Palestine, and they exploded on us for about an 80-yard score on the first play of the second half, and we took it to the tank. And that uh, uh, just, you know, uh, in Madisonville, we just didn't come. We didn't show up. Right. We didn't show up. And they beat us like a drum. Like a, yes. Okay. And, uh, but the deal was – we we had we looked like a you know mash four oh seven seven unit all the way from after the after the Harden Jefferson scrimmage the week after we scrimmaged Cole Springer down to Harden Jefferson and all of a sudden we started getting all these guys bunged up and it just got increasingly worse and we ended up with both quarterbacks one had an MCL situation and uh, and and the other one broke his thumb well when, you, when you've got two and both of them are down you know things start changing well, yes sir. Uh, one of them went through it, pretty much. One went to defense, so because they could cast his hand and thumb, and he played in the secondary. And uh, and and the other one is just 
braced up and is working through it. You worry about it later. Right. It affects you guys on both sides because you got guys playing both sides of the ball. <laughs> yeah. Lost the best receiver, kick returner, defensive back in the district, uh, uh, Chevy Peters. Still, still in the top ten in three categories, and he hadn't played in five weeks. Is uh, he going to be back? No, he's he's done. He broke broke his ankle and tore a tendon, and uh, uh, so it, it's been it was it was crazy. I mean, it's just crazy. You know, five top players are on crutches or one of those scooters, right, uh, on the sideline, and and uh, at, at absolutely the most key spots we had. So, but when you if we could just get to the open date and get to district. We could get we could get most of them healed up for the most part, get the quarterbacks back where they could get used to performing as they were, and 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 it all clicked and came to fruition and everything's in place now and we are playing extremely well. We've had three of the best weeks of practice we've had since I've been here in six years, and it showed last week and 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 we're going to have to have it again for this week against Little Cypress because they're loaded for bear too. Big, big game this week, Little Cypress. You know, yep. uh, on the podcast we talk about the the big numbers too, right? To get to the playoffs, you really want three because who wants to look at Tyler Chapel Hill in the first round of the playoffs? Again, we've been there, we've right? Been three, three times. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, you know, y'all's district, as we talk about it, and I've talked about it in our podcast, is is you know it's so hard to figure out District Nine Three A, right? District Ten Three A. We yep. we well we thought we had District. 10-3A figured out, and then Puna crashed, and with right. what they have going on, and, and Orangefield's just all of a sudden blossomed, and they're yeah. playing really good football, and yeah. Tarkington's playing good football yeah. right now. So, uh, it, you look at those districts, and, and, and you think, you can kind of figure out your top four or five teams, put the put their uh, put them in a hat and draw, yeah. right, to pick who's probably going to win it, and we're dealing with that in District 9-3A right now, but Y'all's district was really hard to judge, and, and I've I got to see living obviously y'all in the first scrimmage of the season. Then Cold Spring played Splendora. I don't think Splendora is. I think Splendora is be, uh, better than what they've showed when loss record wise, but yet they're just they're they're having trouble getting over that hump, yeah. right? And uh, so, you know, that's the big game next to the last game of the season, really for y'all to get that magic two number. But as you look at that district, though, it's so hard to predict. Because I can tell you this. The injuries you've had, right? Yeah. Uh, people to, people that are scoreboard watching don't know what you're going through, right? Right, sir. Right in the football preview every year, I used to kind of give people an idea of who the better teams in Livingston's district was going to be. I've quit doing that a couple of years ago because I looked stupid. At the beginning of the year, I'd go back and, and read those stories, yeah. and it would be Lumberton or Huffman or Splendor that would go from first to last. And yeah. you can't do it in this district because yeah. there's can. somebody different every year that just comes out of nowhere. Lumberton had a storied run last year for their program. And had 18 starters back. They yeah. had that whole bunch. I'm telling you, they're, they're loaded. They look like a major college team still. And they they had some issues and some things that took place and happened to them during training camp in the first the first week and then and, and it just bottomed and cratered on them and, right and and now they've got it going back again now yes and, and they're 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 flexing their, their wings and their muscle and you know they're they're legitimately the number one top ranked team and should be and then little cypress right there right there by them yep. and uh and with them all the way and because uh, they've got numbers they've got size they've got speed uh, you know the enrollment's large, I mean, so they've got all the all the picks. Well, it's, they're starting to come now. Little Cypress, you know, got it got it ginned up last week against their Orange County opponent, the yep. big Super Bowl with Vider High School, and and they, you know, that's that's the bloodletting there, and and they survived it. So uh, they're they're back again now. So the, they're one and two. And I've I I said basically the same thing about little back in our podcast earlier this week that we did, and and. Subsequently, you have Little Cypress this week. You got Vider the following week, then Splendor and Lumberton uh, to finish off your season. And uh, 
hard part is going to Lumberton. That's such a long oh, yeah. drive down there. Oh, yeah, buddy. But, There's nothing worse, though, than Little Cypress. Yes. You talk about a haul. I went to a <laughs> – only time I've been to Little Cypress was to a baseball game. Cold Spring played yeah, Little Cypress, sure. and I drove all the way down there, and I was like, man, am I ever going to get there? Now you got to go back. <laughs> yeah. That's the problem. you got to get back home afterwards. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's something. That's it, almost as haul. bad as what Lufkin's road trips sure. are going to Dallas, right. right, each that's and exactly every week. Right. So, yeah. uh, you know, I'm out of district – 10 for a just running down everybody i mean uh on paper y'all are y'all are just as equal as what little cypress and and lumberton are with the one and no record starting district and that's what matters you know they yeah, needed to start games. good we needed a fast start we needed to be solid sound we need to get back on track with what we do best and that's run the football we've got a bevy of great running backs and we got an offensive line that that it's Dude, pretty, y'all are pretty huge. much hard to match right now. They they can play, and they that's the only – we hadn't had an injury. You know, I hope it's not <laughs> and a snake And they're finding bite. new running backs every week. Every week. We found we, – we've been hoping that he, that he was the one who'd been out. for. He was one of the injured bunch, and he got back and looked like he'd never missed a day. So That's awesome. Uh, Runs for 100 yards on his first yeah, game Jamari back. Jamari Carter, first, first game back, goes about 106 yards, something like that. Breaks for a long-distance run and a, a score, and it gets called back, but – we, we can run the football. Now we just got to take that next step and be able to throw those play-action passes off of it actually with those two gimped-up quarterbacks. But we're going to be fine, and, and uh, we just got to slow some folks down. But when you're dominating the clock and the and the time with that running game, we're not going to give them many shots at it. Right. You're going to eat up a lot of clock, much like Cold Spring trying to do with the slot T that sure. they've been running, uh, eat up a lot of clock as much as they can. And, uh, you know, if you have to, you let that run set your pass up, and uh, you know you you adapt. And, and with getting your quarterbacks, them starting yep. to come back and everything, that's gonna that's gonna build y'all in at the right time, right? It looks absolutely like I say, it looks bad on paper. Whenever you look yeah. at it, it's like man, Livingston, <laughs> they, they ain't won a game, and yeah. but yet it takes that one game with Huffman, right? Yep. Y'all y'all got a big win. And that's a confidence booster for them kids. Absolutely. Now them kids feel like yeah. we can beat anybody. Yeah. We beat Huffman, we can beat anybody. And I know Corgan, uh, backing up talking about Cold Spring, Col- Corgan suffered a tough loss. Cold Spring goes to Corgan. They put up 17 points in the first half. That was more than they had scored all year. They go into the halftime. It's like they come out second half. They're rejuvenated, sure. and they play football. Now, Cold Spring ended up stretching it out. You had a running back that ran for 258 yards that sure. game. And uh, it, it, Tiger Parker's hard to stop for the Trojans. Uh, Woodville was able to figure out a way to stop them this last week. But with saying that, as you look at Corgan and the tough schedule that they had, that game against Cold Spring was that, I, hey, we're still good. Absolutely. We're young, but we're good, yep. and we're better than what we've been yep. believing in ourselves. And, and they've had a successful season thus far as they've rolled into district play. Sure. And they can't wait to get to that Centerville game to uh, play for a district championship. And, and I'm hoping that we get down, you know, that uh, we're talking about y'all Absolutely. playing for that one-two seat. <clears throat> you know, you got – you're sitting there with the divider looming large right behind – hiding behind the rocks waiting for you to get off a little cypress. And then, then, then you talk about the epitome, the, the textbook – Bible of the slot T yes. is Vider High School. Yep. And, and, you know, uh, they've uh, – How many years have they been running that? A hundred? <laughs> Two decades. <laughs> Since they opened the school. <laughs> I believe I, that. I was, in the 80s, in the 70s and 80s, when I was coaching down in Beaumont, uh, they had a guy named Phil Brown who was uh, Jeff Matthews and all those guys. They all yep. played for him, but they were power I. Yep. They just ran the power out. They would have the leading rusher in the district every year. You know, they might win two games, three games. They ended up getting – he turned it around and, and won the district. They're, all those boys senior year. And, uh, but their, their tailback would average about 48 carries a game okay, in the power. And just yeah. run the wham, run the wham, run the, and then run a toss week. And, uh, you know, they, they'd throw two passes a game. So <laughs> there's no difference in that and what they're doing right now. Exactly. <laughs> just change the formation. Uh, we're going to take a quick break here on the Bullet Grill House High School Sports Pre-Game Show. We're going to talk briefly about the Cold Spring game last week and the games coming into this week. Jump straight, jump into the Pickums. So, uh, Coach, I want you to sit in on the Pickums just to hear what <laughs> okay. we got up All there, right. and uh, it's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to take a break here at Bullet Grill House. We'll be back right after this. 
Bullfrog Environmental has 16 years of erosion control experience. From silt fence to construction entrances, we specialize in it all. Give us a call at 936-672-3744 or leap over and visit us on the web at bullfrogenvironmental.com. Howdy folks, Randy here. At Randy's Rubs, it is our mission to bring you a variety of mouthwatering seasonings that are sure to make the ordinary extraordinary, to make the impossible possible. Creating memories with friends and family is what is most important to us, and we hope to be the cornerstone of your meals, making memories with the ones you love most. As all of you continue on your fall sports journey, Randy's Rubs wishes each of you an incredible season, and may each of you be an All-American. Go check us out on Amazon or at randysrubs.com. It don't suck, y'all. Welcome back to the Bullet Grill House High School Sports Pregame Show. Craig Owen, Brian Besh, Chris Moran, Coach Vanover with the Livingston Lions sitting in here with us and uh, had a lot of good talks. That normally helps when he turns that on. <laughs> oh, is that what it is? Yeah, you never turned your mic on. We got you loud and clear now. Okay. We could hear you before we can hear Really you. hear me now. Yes. Like I'm playing with the audio now. I was like, Brian was hitting there. It's like, man, the audio's real low on him. I said, man, I keep telling you, get closer to the mic. And <laughs> well, no, we got to fix now. Let's see, we need the engineer here. Yeah, well, if he I was about here. to say, you, we really need Ken here because <laughs> yes. you know, he's he's the guy that usually does this after about the seventh or eighth time. We would have had the fourth set of headphones too. Yeah. <laughs> here at Bullet Girl House, let's talk about it, Chris. Hey, we got. Uh, we're, you're gonna hear bingo in the background in a minute. Every Wednesday night, you know, we've got uh, great bingo Friday night. Uh, We've got some uh, red plate specials that we do this Friday night. I mean, you're listening to it now. You've got a short time to get here if you're listening to this uh, broadcast. And if you're not going to the game, we're doing a chicken fried steak this Friday. So it's always a good good choice. I'll have this up on a podcast tonight. Oh, well, then so, if they if they get so the early version, they could, they could get here Friday before the game. We've been averaging grab some chicken 30, fried steak. We've been averaging about 30 downloads whenever I get it loaded up to the podcast on uh, – Textpodcastmedia.com. Yeah. Get it up there. About 30 downloads before Friday. So they can get out here. I'll tell you what's really taken off. We do, uh, we, we've done, played around with some different things on Tuesday. We do a taco Tuesday. We got nine tacos. We do a taco the night. Man, we are, we are flying tacos out on Tuesday nights. We do some great, really custom. We don't, we, I mean, we still, you can get the beef, bean, chicken, basic tacos, but we do a, a bite the bullet taco. We do a, a, you know, a brisket taco, but not with, like lettuce, tomato, like you do. We do the like you'd get a brisket, right. like barbecue. You get uh, onions, pickles, barbecue sauce in it. We do a so we've got nine great signature tacos. And th- this week's taco, you uh, think I don't know if you have you had the habanero burger yet, the sweet and spicy yeah, yes, habanero yeah. burger. So we did a sweet and spicy habanero taco. So basically, the stuff that goes in the burger it had some grilled onions, bacon, uh, ground beef with two cheeses, and then that habanero sauce that. You can eat a few bites of, and then it it starts burning on you. It burning on you bad. That's two, the good stuff. Two weeks ago, I had the burger, and and I got halfway through. And then I was just eating the bread. <laughs> I had to try to cool it down. That's what I did the first time. I, I did the same thing. I ate about half it. I said, "This is not that hot." And then I got halfway, and I'm I just took a little breath. I'm like, "Wow, I don't know if I can eat." I, I two weeks ago, that's what I ordered. And I had I had to start eating the bread, trying to cool my mouth off. I mean, it, it it's one of them deals that it just sneaks up and literally. We ought to call it the rattlesnake, right? <laughs> but Rachel and I have gotten that a couple times, and I guess I didn't realize it. It was that spicy because we would split it, right? We do the single meat and split it because I got to hold my girlish figure, and uh, we would split it. But you know, I'm tossing back a couple adult beverages or whatever and and i didn't realize it but two weeks ago i was trying to be a big boy and eat your own (laughs) i I wasn't as big as what i thought i was yeah i tell you you know that was uh we did a a little burger challenge uh for march madness one year and that's the burger that won so all our all like a bunch of our staff came up with burgers and they we did a week by week one burger against each other kind of bracket And that burger one, I tell you, that's become one of our best-selling burgers uh, all time. I mean, between our Bite the Bullet burger, the habanero burger, sweet and spicy habanero we call it, and our uh, jalapeno popper burger, those three signature burgers just crush everything else. It's it's legit good. It really is. I'm going to tell you what wasn't so good. The Cold Spring Trojans this last week. We went to Woodville, and, uh, you know, Woodville had Franklin – 
first game of the regular season this year, and it was uh, Woodville had Franklin on the ropes. And being able to go and getting to talk to the guys at SETX, they did the broadcast for them. And uh, said it was a fourth-quarter turnover late in the game that gave Franklin the edge. I mean, that's how good Woodville is. And But to turn around, Woodville drops one to die ball and come to find out they had three kids get ejected from that game. I don't know the – don't know the history, don't know what happened, didn't ask, don't care, really. But whenever you lose three key players in a game in the first half, it's hard to rebound from that. Die ball, and that's what put die ball in the driver's seat there out of that district. But uh, we got to go down there, and I'm going to tell you, Woodville's legit good. Their X's and O's, I mean, their defensive line just dominated Cold Spring all night long. 28-18 was the final, and they dominated the entire time. Cold Spring scored. Cold, how much they dominated, and, Coach, you, you, you can appreciate this as a, on a winning side, is Woodville turned the ball over three times. They had two interceptions and a fumble. One of the interceptions was a pick six, then an interception and a fumble. Cold Spring scored on a kickoff return. K.J. Harden went 92 yards for to return a kickoff, and that was just the wedge was set. He had good vision and got downfield and uh, was able to score. So the offense scored on one play, and it was a trick play, 27 yards. It was a stupid jet sweep pass to Caden Barton, and he runs up underneath it and scores. Offense wasn't able to do anything. Whenever we talk about K.J. Harden, or excuse me, you talk about the running backs, Tiger Parker had been averaging 225 yards a game. And I had the clock keeper in the uh, press box. He just burnt me on the air. He goes, why do they keep running the same play? He's like, he can't go nowhere. And I was like, the kid's been averaging 225 yards a game. He comes back with, well, y'all must not have played anybody. On the air, I'm like, I can't mute this. I get burnt. Tiger Parker had 68 yards on 16 carries. K.J. Harden had 16 yards on nine carries with 92-yard kickoff return. Uh, Cookie McGowan had 10 yards on three carries. David Rowe, uh, six yards on three carries, uh, 27 yards passing. Uh, And then uh, Caden Barton had one catch for 27 yards and touchdown. All of that. 127 team yards, 100 yards rushing, 27 yards passing. They didn't get the receiver involved in the game? <laughs> they couldn't. They, the speed that Woodville had, and, and that's – Because, I mean, he's he's the best athlete on the team. Luke Monroe is. Yeah. He is the best. He did not touch the field until the fourth quarter of the second half, was having cramps. The best athlete on the field is cramping up. That means that he's not got enough hydration, you know, throughout the week getting ready for them Friday night games. And he's not in at quarterback. You got David Rowe in at quarterback, the sophomore starting at the quarterback. Luke's at a wideout position and then playing free safety. He's playing the same amount of minutes, right, but not as active, if you will, from the quarterback. And I guess really if you look at it, he's more active playing at a a free safety and and a receiver position. He's constantly running. But – but at the mean, end he of was he was the only reason that Cold Spring could get positive yards against you guys in the scrimmage. I mean, he was he was a fantastic athlete and he was yep. running all over the field and Yeah, David was the two completions that David Rowe had in that scrimmage late in the in the live scrimmage, right? Were to Luke Monroe and it was cuz Luke Monroe made athletic plays to run back underneath the ball. That's what kind of an athlete I mean, he is. You got to find a way to get him the football on, somehow. Whether no. it's screens or ends arounds or, or something. I mean, I'm telling you, I, I put his hand in the dirt and and uh, make him be a running back. I mean, you do whatever it's got to whatever it's got to happen, and not taking anything away from Tiger Parker. I mean, Tiger Parker's had a heck of a season uh, running the ball. I mean, he's he's if he's not over a thousand, he's right at a thousand. And this game this last week uh, really hindered that. But 
you know, we picked Cold Spring to be that four C out of the district, or I did. Uh, whenever I sat down and look at it, I actually have Westwood winning the district, uh, Woodville two, die ball three, Cold Spring four. And he wants to revise that in the worst way. Yeah, but it's on it's on record, right? And and I can't I can't revise it. It was funny. I told them guys. I said after after the first week of district, I said, can we just delete that podcast? And I'm like, I already had 120 something people download it. I'm like, I, there's no way we can we can delete it now. It's it's out there. There's sound bites somewhere, but. It was uh, back to what we were talking about in the last segment whenever you sit down and you try to figure these districts out and how hard y'all's district is to figure out. Go ahead. How hard y'all's district is to figure out. They're all really that hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, you scoreboard watch and, and you look at returners that are coming back uh, from the year prior and, and, and such. Coaching changes, you take that. I mean, you look at Crosby and what they've done, new coach this year. I mean, they're – what have they won one game this year? And and you're talking about a Crosby team that's really good. That's going to be really good. They got a freshman class that it's their fresh their freshman year. They've beat from seventh grade, eighth grade. They've just absolutely run through North Shore every year. And uh, you know, my buddy Toby, he thinks this is a year that Atascosa beats North Shore. And uh, so, of course, North Shore got a new coach this year. They're their head coach promoted up, you know, moving up into the college ranks. So um, it makes it interesting. But back to the Cold Spring deal, you know, Cold Spring just got outplayed. Woodville was faster. They were stronger. They were more athletic than what Cold Spring was. And, and at the end of the day, if your guys gave everything that they had, and I believe Cold Spring did, they just got beat on the field. And it happens. Mm-hmm. Sure. It happens. It wasn't due to kids laying down. They just got beat. The O-line got beat when they're trying to run out of that slot T. They're trying to run that outside pitch, and and K.J. Harden's running backwards in east and west versus getting north or south. You know, it's hard to turn positive yards, and the stats show for it. You know, what, 16 yards total rushing uh, on nine carries, but it was like, okay, this isn't going to work, getting it on the edge. They're, They're faster than what we are. We're going to go back to the inside run. So they went to the inside run. It was unsuccessful uh, as they just got beat on the uh, on the O-line. So then what's the next thing you do? You try to go to the air, right? They go to the air the second half. Luke Monroe's not in the game the whole third quarter. So you got four wide outs. You got the quarterback in the gun, and, and it's like, we're not – who are you going to throw to, right? That, that's what Woodfield's looking at. And – that's what I, as a broadcaster, that's what I was looking like. I was like, who are you going to throw to? You got Caden Barton that can catch that's not super fast, right? Uh, he's a good player. He's not an elite player. Probably runs a 4'7, 4'8, 40, right? And, and that's just not fast enough against a really good Woodville team. And, and, uh, and it just, the second half, they crumbled and, uh, Woodville got the win, and hats off to those guys, and they played a really good game. And I, I'm looking forward to following them through the playoffs. But uh, that brings us into uh, this week. We talked about a little bit. Coach, y'all got little Cypress Mauriceville going to be on the road. Uh, big game, big, really the biggest game of the season for y'all. Both of y'all going into this game undefeated uh, in district, and uh, that's all that matters. So what's y'all's game plan going in there to place a – Play a good little Cypress team. And tell us the first three plays, too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, number one, we want to stay undefeated. Secondly, we've got, we know we have to run the football. We've got to run the football from all, all three of our running back positions at the same time. We've got a great, a great concept and scheme that p- puts pressure inside and outside, both to the right and left side at the same time, as well as the quarterback keeping off of it. And then we've got to be able to throw the ball off of those runs, which is what we haven't done real well, but we've got increasingly better the last two games at it. Uh, we've got to stop the explosive plays on defense, those those 40-plus yarders that mm-hmm. go the distance. If we knock those off, we're going to be in good shape. Uh, but number one is we have to control the ball, and we can't turn it over. Control the ball, control the clock, you control the game. And that's kind of what has been impressive about you guys to me is that everybody knows what, what to expect. I mean, there's no big surprise whenever they face Livingston. They know they have to stop the run. You guys are seeing nine and ten guys in the box 
and you, you're still able to run the football. Still averaging right at 300 yards a game. And uh, so once we get the other the other parts, that just get a little of the wrinkles out of it. It's really going to be something special. No, no, not in my wildest dreams that I thought we'd be sitting there one and five, but we didn't know all that non-competition stuff was going to take place. All those injuries just decimated us all boom at one time. So it's over with, it's done with, and we kept getting better even in spite of it. So if we can even out the other facets of the game and match our running game capabilities, we're going to be a force to be reckoned with. I'm looking forward to the game. Uh, I will be in Cold Spring. Chris is going to – Bullet Girl House is going to be uh, – serving up the press box dinner aren't y'all this week we are what we're are we, supposed to be yeah what are we bringing brisket chili brisket chili i i, I mean i keep wanting to do something different but that's that's, that's the easy. staple and, and one of our one good. of our best things right that it, it really is and and it's good and i enjoy having that before the game get to meet with the county judge and all them because he <laughs> he doesn't miss a meal that, that they have so uh get to do that i'll be there early friday night uh, and I'll definitely be in over there. It sounds there. like he slipped one of those habanero burgers in on him. <laughs> yeah. I, I tell you, if you send one of them, I can promise you that I may be late to the game. Because if that dude's good, my mouth will be on fire. There's no telling what I'll throw out on the broadcast, right? Because it'll, yeah. just, it'll just be me up there. I think Russell Wilburn's coming. But uh, So the brisket chili, I'm looking forward to that, and I'm going to be sure to let the press box guys know. That's down there. Yeah, don't don't forget to go down there and get some. No, I promise you, I'll be there. I'll probably get me a side bowl to carry up for halftime. <laughs> what? Hey, there's usually plenty. You, we we give them a pretty big batch. I don't. I'm looking. They never for, say we had too much though. I so no, we never get say no. There was that was too much. much. Oh, yeah. It's like Brian. Whenever they do the press box meals up there at uh, Livingston, like a couple weeks ago, they did it. Ken did the press box meal barbecue, and Brian ate on it through. Wednesday when we got back to Bullet Grill. Yeah, I mean uh, that was about seven, eight meals. So yeah. it, it was uh, it was good even four did days you, later. Did you share with your wife? You know, sometimes I do, but usually no. Okay, I just I had to ask. I mean, you've seen how small she is. She doesn't get to eat much. I, I pretty much I, I hog everything. Well, and I don't blame it. Well, let's jump into our pickums, and. Uh, as uh, we kind of run late on, on some of them other segments. So, we're going to jump into it. First game in the week eight pickums is uh, New Waverly on the road at Hemp Hill. New, Wa- New Waverly was that team that we seen early on that wasn't very successful. We watched them against Anahuac. We watched them against uh, a couple other, you know, mediocre teams and, and not not very successful. But yet, they're, they found themselves to be in the driver's seat. But they're going to be on the road this week. At Hemp Hill. Am I going to go first? I, I'll go first. I, I got New Waverly if I'm going first. You got New Waverly. I'll jump and take New Waverly because I, I don't even know. I, Hemp Hill. Is that what he say? Hemp Hill? Hemp Hill. What, who are they playing? I They're don't playing even, New Waverly. Yeah, yeah, but I haven't heard of the other. I've only heard. I'll take New Waverly because I, I don't know the other they're, one. They're a small. We've talked about it. I don't know if we're talking about We've talked about New Waverly like once or twice. There is, uh, Hemp Hill is a very small. Deep East Texas town. He's going to throw Marfa into one of these pickups. No, I'm not. I, y'all are going to be. Y'all are going to like start these. picking. We're going to start picking games out of Florida or something next. <laughs> yeah, so. Right. So okay. So we're all going across the board to New Waverly. Next game, Coach Vanover, Swamp Bowl, Anahuac and East Chambers. Really good game. East Chambers had has some kids back. They had some injuries. Uh, got some of those kids back. Anahuac's going to be on the road down there. Both teams, even in district, going to be a good one. Brian? I'm going to go East Chambers. Brian's going East Chambers. East Chambers. I'm going Anahuac. I am, too. I'm going to go Anahuac. And and they beat Kirbyville last week. And uh, I was really surprised that they won that game. And uh, honestly, because Kirbyville has a linebacker that's just absolutely legit man-child. So and surprised that you're picking him again this week. It's only one player, but but Coach Allen's done a great job down there in Kirbyville. And it, Kirbyville was a team that we had picked. I had picked to be probably the four seed. And uh, now, I mean, really, there's a three-way tie. Uh, 
I say there's there's a three-way tie for second as Orangefield's in the driver's seat out of that district. But uh, that's going to be a good game. My buddy Trent is uh, going to be doing that game on Anahuac Sports Live, and I'm looking forward to that, uh, seeing how that turns off. Brian, we're going to get your opinion on this one. Lumberton at Vider. Mm. I didn't put Livingston in the Pickums this week for one reason, because I knew you was going to be here. So I didn't want to put Brian on the spot. <laughs> well, I think this is going to be a really good game. I, I do too. And, like, everything in me wants to pick Vider, but I just I can't. Yes. If you can't hear that, Coach said it's the number one defense versus the number one offense. And I, it's – well, who's it's got number really one defense? Vider's number one defense? Yeah. But I, I, I'm going to say this. Lumberton's had some issues early on, which puts Vider to having that number one defense, right? Lumberton had some guys that were out and some stuff going on. Now they got everybody back. Don't turn it off. You're on. No, I'm just making sure. I don't want you to shut me, mute me or something. I'm not muting you. I'm not Why is he always there. trying to and change our pick? He tries to sway our pick. What you do, he's going to change your pick, and all of a sudden he's going to No, I'm staying with Viter. Number one defense. Defense wins games. I, I agree. I agree. Uh, defense wins championships. That's for dang sure. I'm going to tell you what, and I'll let Brian go last. I think both of these teams overall are pretty closely matched whenever you put them on paper. I cannot pick against the home team in this situation. I think home field advantage goes a long way. I'm going with Viter. I'm picking Lumberton, and I, I don't want to. I want to be all brave and, and pick Viter, but I can't. What's well, okay. I was brave for you. Here's one. Jumping down into 3A. Number nine, Hitchcock, at number two, Columbus. Quarterback for Hitchcock just committed to Tex, Texas Tech two weeks ago. This is going to be a – if I didn't have a game to do, this is probably the game that I would be at. Columbus. Okay. I'm with you. I think we're going to go unanimous in this. I, I'm going to go with Columbus, too. And I'm going to tell you, I feel like that if Columbus was to face Franklin, Columbus is going to win that football game. Franklin struggled this year, Coach. And and one of the big games that I look at is a game that you you were involved in was the Livingston-Madisonville game, and then Madisonville going the next week down there to Columbus. And Columbus absolutely had their way with – with Madisonville. That's, that's the connection that I made because I remember Columbus doing that. And it's I, – I don't – who's number one if they're number two? Franklin. Okay. And, and I'm going to tell you, with the struggles that Franklin's had this year. I still wouldn't it, pick against Franklin. I would pick Columbus in that game. I would. I would bet you a habanero burger at Bullet <laughs> Grill House. I mean, there, there's certain schools I'm not going to pick against. I'm not going to pick against North Shore. I'm not going to pick against Franklin. And usually, you're not picking against Tarkington. Usually I'm not going to pick against Newton. And, well, Tarkington's more of a, you know, I'm behind them. I'm, I'm their, That's the I'm only Longhorn fan. fan you're a fan of, right? I, I, I can't be, you that, know, yeah. That in Hampshire Finette, maybe? Dude, have they not had a great year? It, it's rough for me to, to root for any sort of Longhorn, but, but I'm behind Tarkington. <laughs> Westwood coming to Cold Spring, guys. I'm, I'm going to go last. And I know where you're going with it because of all your Westwood love. Um, Cold Spring burnt me last week, and that's why I'm going to pick them again this week because why not, right? I'm, I'm not going to pick Cold Spring whenever, what is it, the die ball game comes around. Um, Next week? Yeah, I, I won't pick them then, but I'm, I'm staying behind them this week. Chris? Well, I'm picking Cold Spring. We're bringing some brisket chili. We're going to bring some good vibes, and we're going to bring them a victory. <laughs> so it's Bullet Grill House. I mean, there's there's your extra three points. Well, I, I'm just going to say this. I'm going to be doing the broadcast. I'm going to have a great seat in the house. I'm going to have some great Bullet Grill House brisket chili, not only before the game but during the game because I will carry a bowl up to the press box. I'm going to go Westwood in this one. I watched Cold Spring's offensive line get dominated. Now – 
there's a method to my madness. I'm going to pick Cold Spring, and Cold Spring's going to come out and dominate after their yes. performance last week against Westwood. Just to show you. Just to prove me wrong. But I got to go with Westwood. I know what they've had over the last couple of years. They didn't graduate but like four from their team last year. They're a really good football team, and, and it was a turnover late in the game that gave Dieball the ball for them to go up 14-3. But it was a – Westwood had a dogfight with Dieball, and and we know what, what kind of team Coach Morrison has over there. I'm going with Westwood, and I'm probably going to lose a follower or two, but it's okay. Uh, I hope they give you a nice ramp before they leave, though. No, they will. They will. They'll give me a hard time. I'll probably have to wait till the stadium empties before I can leave out of there. But if that's what I got to do, I got to do. Um, hopefully, Cold Spring will get the win. But that's going to do it for us here in week eight of the Bullet Girl House High School Sports Pregame Show. Craig Irwin, Brian Besh, Chris Moran. Coach Vanover came in with us, and uh, always great having him in the house with us. Definitely. Uh, each and every year, getting a visit with him and, and what's going on over there with the Livingston line. So, uh, Y'all have a great night. We're going to send it back to the studios, get ready for kickoff. We'll see you at the game. Do you have a dream of sitting around and talking about whatever's on your mind? Well, we're here to make that a reality here at Texas Podcast Media. We are here to make your dream a reality. Come in, set up in our studio. We record, we edit, we do all the work, and we upload it to all the feeds. Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, we do it all. Let us be your home for your podcasting. For more information, email us at info at texaspodcastmedia.com.